Vic is what they call him. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast Redraft. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and shop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my Cobra. Dynasty Bro Vic here without our DJ. Sorry. I know, man. It feels quiet in the mud, bro. It's all good, man. Hope he's uh feeling better, man. He's a little under the weather. We don't think it's COVID. It don't sound like COVID, but hey, it's still flu season and sick season and all that good stuff, man. Common code, all that good stuff. So let's call it a common code. Common code, and we got to keep ourselves safe. I know he got two two young girls in that household, so you know, many blessings to Avo. Turn around and get back here next week, bro. He not fired yet. Depends, I don't even know what that means, Vic. What does that mean? It depends. No, I'm just kidding, man. Hey, <laughs> speedy recovery, brother. With yeah, whatever you got going I, on. <laughs> hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. This year in fantasy has been rough, bro. Rough on me. So many injuries, just COVID kicking in. And I ain't doing the best, bro, in my most important leagues, man. So I'm really struggling to keep it together. That's why it's important to pay attention to us week by week, man. We get into this four-minute offense. That's to tell you the guys to pick up, the guys to drop, you know, try to get some guys to trade for, little things like that. It's very important. I told Vic, hey, I think this week is one of the most important four-minute offenses we're going to get into because the significant injuries that happen to the players and their workloads. So I'm excited about that. You know we're going to get into the Week 12 recap, tell the guys that have blew up, the guys that are shitted on our teams, and then we got some injuries, bro. So we gotta get into them. You ready, man? Let's just get straight to it because it's jam packed, bro. Yeah, man. Let's jump right in, man. So starting with the QBs, top QB performances this week. So number one goes to Josh Allen, and he's been looking good these past few weeks, man. So he had a number one performance at the QB spot: twenty-six fantasy points, two hundred sixty passing yards, four passing TDs. Beat up on the Saints, man. So yeah, man, it, it was a good performance. That's that's what you take Josh Allen early for, man. I think he's the number one QB now, bro, officially on the season. Yep. So uh, that's what you take Josh Allen for. And the Saints defense is real good when it comes to the run game. But you know Josh Allen ain't worried about that. He's throwing that ball everywhere. So shout out to him. Yeah, man. All right, man, let's keep it pushing, man. Number two performance goes to Aaron Rodgers. This was a big game. I know everybody was excited and looking forward to this game. Of course, they played the Rams in Green Bay. Um, so Aaron got it done, man. Like it just goes to show, no matter who he plays, he's gonna bring his A game. I mean, he did it against the Cardinals, still beating up on the NFC West, beating up on the Rams. So 26 point fantasy performance, 300 passing yards, two passing TDs. They threw the ball a lot, man. Like over 40 times. Yeah, bro. Messed up toe and all. That boy out there. He had Randall Cobb looking like vintage Randall Cobb, bro. He did. He actually has some speed, like. He has some zip behind his, you know what I mean? Like he just looked fast, <laughs> like 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 he's at like Kentucky. <laughs> he was out there zipping and then he got hurt, got banged up. Then he got hurt. First bro. half, right? Was that first half? One yeah, one of many injuries this week, bro. Yeah. All right, man. Let's keep it pushing, man. Um, so number three performance goes to Dak Prescott. So, of course, that was on Thanksgiving Day against the Raiders. Um, he was down a weapon, actually down a couple weapons. No, Two. Yeah, no Amari, no CD Lamb. But he still had a nice day, man, 375 passing yards, two passing TDs. Of course, he didn't, you know, finish finish the game, at least with, 
you know, helping them secure the dub. Of course, they gave it to the Raiders in overtime, but from a fantasy perspective, he did his thing. And that's all that matters, brother. <laughs> that's all that matters to us. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, let's keep pushing. Number four performance goes to Mac Jones. So he had a 21-point fantasy performance, 310 passing yards, two passing TDs. Beat up on the Tennessee Titans, man. So that was another great win. So they're eight and four now. Patriots are rolling, man. Baby Brady, bro. Baby Brady. We we owe Belichick some apologies, bro. Everybody was on Tom Brady nuts. As you know, I, I respect you know rooting Tom on after the, leaving and winning his first season in Tampa, but we got to put some respect on Belichick's name again, bro. Real yeah. shit. He got Mac Jones ball. He balling, man, for sure, man. And then let's close it out with the number five performance, Matt Stafford. So, again, the Rams went into Green Bay, took that L against Aaron Rodgers. But from a fantasy perspective, Stafford put up 300 passing yards, three passing TDs. Van Jefferson, man, he had him a day, man. <laughs> Hell of a day. Yeah, bro. It, and it was game script like a mug, bro. It's like they were trying to catch up the whole time. They was all getting down. But – I'll say this, Odell, Stafford, and Van Jefferson all had 10 targets, bro. So it was like spread across evenly. So it was good to see that, man. Odell getting into play, Van Jefferson making his big plays, and you know, reliable Cooper Cup. So it was cool to see that happen. It was fire. And shout out to Mom Duke. She said, What's up? She said, Hey, sons, we see you. Love you, Mom. Hey, he just threw up some gang. No, I'm just playing in a gang sign. <laughs> all right, man. Let's keep it pushing, man. Gang hey, sign, bro. Back. That's running backs, bro. So Leonard Fournette, man, monster performers against my coach, man. 44 fantasy points, 100 yards on the ground. Man, he had like four TDs, right? So I believe he had, yeah, one in the air, three on the ground, man. So monster performers from Leonard Fournette, hey, man. Leonard for net. He scored four times. He knew what he was doing. Man, he was he was balling so much. Even Rojo hit the end zone, bro. <laughs> was that this week or did he? Was that last week? Okay, I don't think Rojo hit the end zone this week. <laughs> okay, that was last week. I think I'm getting oh, last man. week messed up, man. I had too much turkey, too much desserts. <laughs> All right, man. Let's, let's keep it moving, man. Number two performance: a guy who's been balling, Joe Mixon. He's staying healthy. Um, I know that was one of my concerns coming into the season, but hey, top five RB right now at the number three spot. Did his thing this past week. Against Pittsburgh, um, so 165 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, man, and hey, he, he's looking good, bro. I think the most important thing you said was against Pittsburgh. They still have a good run defense, man, and really it's just game script, bro. I think now that, you know, they got a good offense and got good weapons around them, they can move around. He's just been balling all year, staying healthy. The geo move still helped a little bit, but just in general, the flow of the offense, just making Mixon such a good running back this year, bro. Yep. All right, man. Let's keep it pushing. Number three performance goes to Elijah Mitchell coming back off injury. Um, so he had the the finger issue. Uh, so running back for the Niners, but 27 points, man, from a fantasy perspective, 103 rushing yards. He also had, um, had a touchdown this week. Balling, man. And that was a good game, too, um, against Minnesota. They went back and forth, but uh, they ended up edging them out. Man, just I just want to say shout out to them. They know what they're doing, bro. They, the way they scheme their offense. The only guys I know can take a, a running back early and a guy three rounds later in the draft and start him all year. That's fire, bro. <laughs> that is fire. That is fire. 
All right, man. Number four spot go to Atlanta's Cordero Patterson, man. So again, he's coming back off injury as well. Twenty seven points from a fantasy perspective and he just does it all man and uh he actually had his first 100 yard uh rushing game on the season so yes. you know, it's, it's good to see and of course he still did damage in the passing game i remember i told you he's that guy bro if you if you picked him up week one after we told you to he's been dominating bro you just been riding away bro week by week plugging him in that running back and receiver bro yeah all right, man. Five and six go to a couple guys from the Washington football team, man. So Antonio I was about Gibson. to say that. Yeah, I got to shout both of them out, man. So I know you hit me up yesterday. You said you needed a big day from Antonio Gibson. He gave it to you, bro. Yep, him and Russell Wilson gave me the points I needed, bro. So shout out to them. I still lost. I didn't know. You want to know what's crazy? Little Mike had JD McKissick. I had Gibson uh, and Russell Wilson. So I lost by ten points just because JD had a game too. Yeah, JD put up 22, Tonio Gibson put up 23. So uh yeah, man. But it was right, cool man. though. Seeing both of them take off was good, bro. It was, man. It was. All right, let's jump into the wide receivers, man. Number one performance goes to Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, rookie wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. 28 fantasy points, man. He had he actually had him a day. 137 yards in the air and a touchdown, man. And you just see him slicing down the field, man, using that speed, man. Just like you know what we saw at uh, Alabama. Yeah, bro. You see him do the waddle dance when he scored? <laughs> yeah, hard. yeah. Yeah. Hey, really, here's the thing, bro. I think a lot of people was nervous about Jalen Waddle because going into the season, you know, uh, Devontae Parker was a favorite of Tua. You know, Kaseki is a favorite of Tua. They went and got Fuller on his one-year deal. And every week, all we keep on saying is Parker will be back this week. Fuller going to be back this week. Bro, they ain't been back all year, and Waddle just been going out there playing the number one, and He's showing why he was taken so early in the draft. He's just balling, bro. And just situation just turned out in his favor, bro. So I'm glad all of that shit came to light. He's been balling. Handpicked by Tua, man. He had his, you know, he could have picked between Waddle, Chase, Devonta. He's like, hey, give me Waddle. So there you go. First uh, rookie wide receiver off the board. All right, man, I'm actually going to skip over to number two because I gave it to Cordero Patterson since he's an RBY receiver, you know, at least on sleeper. Um, so number three performance goes to T. Higgins, man. It was good to see him get back, you know, to a top finish. So he had 23 fantasy points, six catches, 114 yards, and a touchdown. T. Higgins, man, he's a baller, man. You know, you already know that's one of my guys. Yeah, the problem, everybody's so nervous that Jamar Chase has been balling all year. But if you pay attention to the numbers and not just the scores for fantasy, T. Higgins has been getting so many targets on a weekly basis, bro. So, like, it's hard to bench him and say that that shit's not going to come to fruition eventually. So, it's good to see him put it together this week, bro. He just – bro, he, Joe Burrow only had about 180 passing yards. Higgins had, like, 114. Though. That's fine. That's the thing, man. Bengals want to throw 40 times and give Joe Mixon 20 touches. You know what I mean? So, that that's their formula. 60 touches on offense, man. That's a high-volume offense. Facts. Big facts. All right, bro. Number four goes to Adam Thielen. He did most of his damage in the red zone, but 62 yards, five catches, two touchdowns, man. So we'll take that all day long. Um, So he balled out against the San Francisco 49ers with a 23-point fantasy performance. So that, that's just OG status right there, and, and his uh, gritty gets better every week. I was about to say, what dance move did he hit after his touchdown? Hitting you the gritty, it. man. He just, you know, perfected it. Like, it's funny, man. Like, looking at the progression from last year when he first couldn't do it to now, 
Like he looked like know. he, he looked like, he can get invited to the barbecue, bro. Yeah, yeah. He definitely been hanging out in Baton Rouge with, with JJ and those guys, man. Yeah, so shout out to him, bro. He's they said he couldn't do it. All he do is keep on scoring touchdowns, bro. Him and Kirk Cousins have a real good rapport in the red zone, bro. And you know, Dalvin getting banged up, that he's gonna look that way even more, bro. That's his comfort zone. Yeah, let's talk about the number five guy, guy who's been a solid flex play over the past few weeks, wide receiver for the New England Patriots, Kendrick Bourne, five catches, 61 yards, and two touchdowns, so that gives him 23 points on the week. Um, he's becoming one of the, you know, Mac Jones' favorite targets, man, and you know what? He even still might be out there on waivers, so I'm sure we'll talk about him in a four-minute offense, but how do you feel about Kendrick Bourne, man, at least going forward at this point? Right, he's, he's looking like he should be at every week play. Like, Mac Jones is going to be able to pick some defenses apart. He's very accurate, and he doesn't have the best of weapons. So, you you know, any given week, it could be anybody but Kendrick Bourne showing that he's deserving to keep on playing. He He's their big play guy. So I think he's going to be out there and build him. Bro, the, t- the long touchdown he got, bro, I thought he was getting pushed out of bounds by the whole defense. Some reason he stayed on his toes and, and got the long touchdown. But, yeah, bro, he's their big play guy. He's a good weapon, you know, and I think those are the kind of guys Belichick like. They can make plays out of nothing. So he's going to keep doing it, bro. All right, I do want to shout the number six guy, Hunter Renfro. I was, you know, one of my guys for this week, eight catches, 134 yards, 21 fantasy points. I'm going to call him a poor man's Cooper Cup, not because he's white, but just the way he works the field, man. He does damage. I know, like, last year and even the year before that, you know, what I mean, he was kind of spotty with his production, but now it's being more consistent, especially with Waller uh, being out or at least being hurt. Um, you know, he's one of the primary targets in the passing game. So, yeah, man, um, I do like Hunter Renfro. I think he should be in your lineups going forward. If he hasn't already been, at least in your flex spot or wide receiver three spot. All right, he's a PPR wide receiver two if Waller about to miss weeks. Trust yeah. me, it's going to be a good play. All right, let's move over to the tight end position. Number one performance goes to my hometown coach, Jack Doyle, man. So 20 points from a fantasy perspective, six catches, 81 yards and a touchdown. And, I mean, if you watch that game against the Buccaneers, Colts abandoned the run early, man. They just wanted to throw. And then in the fourth quarter, I guess they were reminded that they had a beast back there called Jonathan Taylor who could run the ball. So it just goes to show, man, we need to play to our strengths and not run away from defensive strengths. But uh, it worked out for Jack Doyle in this sense. So, but he might be out there on waivers. He's not a guy I'm checking for, to be honest. Though I mean, hell, with, with, with these close tight ends, man, it's, it's a dark throw. So, don't want to play the streaming pro- game there. If you confidently play Jack Doyle this week in your lineup, confidently, DM me, man. I, I'm trying to see something. I might have a PayPal for you. Yeah. All right, man. Let's uh. Move on to the number two performance goes to Rob Gronkowski. So he had a 19-point game against the Colts. Hey, he did his thing, man. That's what Gronk does. So seven catches, 123 yards. We kept him out of the end zone, but he made some big plays on, on Sunday for uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, bro. Him and Tom Brady ain't going nowhere. It's it's the Gronk and Brady show. He made – and nobody else did shit, bro. Godwin had a bad game. Evans had a bad game. Gronk. Gronk and Fournette. That's all it was this week. That's all it was, man. Number three performance goes to Dawson Knox, tight end for the Buffalo Bills, doing most of his damage in the red zone. So, look, three catches, 32 yards, two touchdowns, man. So that gives him 18 points. I do like Dawson Knox. I'm not concerned about the volume only because he does get his looks in the red zone. Um, so I'm definitely comfortable, you know, running a Dawson Knox if you don't have a 
top five play at the tight end spot. And he's right now tight end seven. He has a carved out role on one of the best throwing offenses in the NFL. Of course, you want to play him every week. All right, man. Number four goes to Mark Andrews, my guy. Um, Currently tight end two on the season, but he had a big, I want to put like this. He had some big catches. So we saw the one-handed catch. Um, Was that in the end zone? I know there was one where he. Nah, it was short. Okay. Okay. But that was one where he actually fought through pass interference. And then there was a touchdown he came back with, I believe, on the same drive from Lamar, man. He just scrambled Mm -hmm. around and threw it down there and made some big plays, man. So we'll take it. Love, love the volume, though. He saw 10 targets, but only secured four, uh, four catches, but hit the end zone. So we'll take it. 16 points on the week. Lamar just be throwing it in the, the vicinity, bro, and just be like, man, I hope he get this mug. Yeah. It, but it, you, uh, you got to trust your weapons, bro. Mahomes say it all the time, bro. I trust my guys in one-on-ones. You know, that's what they make the big bucks for. You got to trust them, bro. A lot of quarterbacks need to let that ride. I, I feel like if you throw a superstar – tight end or receiver a 50-50 ball and it gets intercepted, you know, I don't think that's all on the quarterback. That's what you pay those those receiving options for to win 50-50 ball. So I ain't mad at Lamar. That's true. Uh, you know, QB did his job, got it there, and receivers and pass catchers got to win. Facts. Big facts. All right, man, number five spot, a guy who I like going to the short week, Thanksgiving week, Dalton Schultz. So, of course, no C.D. Lamb, no Amari Cooper. To me, it just made sense, you know, if you to, to run Dalton Schultz. So, uh, he actually showed up, man. So, three catches on seven targets, scored a touchdown, and hit the hit a uh, two-point conversion. So, they helped him land 15 points on the week. Yeah, and I actually like him when all those weapons are there. They, they open up the field for him, so – you know, just because they were gone, that doesn't mean he had the most volume. I think he has some of his best games when everybody's active. So he's a good play, solid player. All right, bro. Uh, you want to talk through these injuries? Yes, sir. Let's get to them, man. These, let's start here. Uh, DeAndre Swift came out the game on Thursday with a shoulder injury, bro. And uh, saying there's a chance that he missed. I'm thinking that he misses, bro. He's not really practicing right now. And um, that's your young stud, bro. You don't, you know, you don't start testing the waters when you don't got nothing to play for. You feel me? Yeah. That team is a team that has nothing to play for at this point. So monitor him. Um, same game, Darren Waller came out with the knee issue. And this is just another week of, you know, just being hurt by the guy, you know, you banked on him being a top two, top three tight end. And, you know, just the second time facing injury now. So monitor him. It's looked like I, if I had to bank on it, Waller will miss time, at least a week. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee at least a week. Um, Christian McCaffrey, big blow, out for the season again with that ankle injury. Just starting to wear and tear, man. Um he went out, looked like he came back in, got one play, got one run, a couple snaps, and just went out for the rest of the game. I guess he wasn't feeling it. So he's out on IR, missing the rest of the second year. He's basically missing the rest of the season. Um, Dalvin Cook, another top back, shoulder injury. Looked like he was hurt, hurt, bro. I was watching. I said, man, what's going on with Dalvin? Usually when you see people have shoulder injuries, something they usually shake through, like pop out of place or some shit. He was down for the count for a minute, bro. Um, Debo, you know, talking about Cordell Patterson playing running back and receiver. 
Debo's doing it all, man. He's been leading many teams this year. He's out. He's uh, with a growing injury. But, like, he's going to be out multiple weeks, looking at one or two at least. Dan Arnold. <laughs> I've been starting to play Dan Arnold. I feel like as soon as I put him in my roster in a 1.0 league, he just starts sucking. And now he's hurt, bro. And uh, it's it's serious injury. I think he's going to be out weeks. So he'll probably miss the rest of the fantasy season, too. So, those are all the out injuries, man. And we got guys coming back, like hopefully Kyler and Hopkins play. It sucks not having those pieces, but those are the major injuries right now, bro. And, and they're major. Those are pretty major. Yeah, they are, man. Appreciate all that there. Um, let's get into some of the games that's coming up this week. So let's look look ahead to the Thursday night game. You got the Cowboys at the Saints. Um, so we should have C.D. Lamb returning back to the roster um, you know, coming off the uh, concussion, still want to monitor the uh, Amari Cooper situation. Uh, they said he's going to play. All right. And then also you do have Taysom Hill starting this week. So he's taking over for uh, Trevor Simeon. Bro, the real thing is, is Kamara coming back. He had a limited practice today. You think he plays, man? Yeah or nay? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to – yeah, I think he does, man. Only because NFC game. Um, then also they got Tampa Bay coming up, and then Carolina and Atlanta. So they definitely, you know, actually, what's their record, bro? Do they even still got a shot in the NFC? Yeah, well, well right now they're five and six. Yeah. yeah, they're five and six. So I mean, they still, I mean, they still got a shot at wild card. Um, given that, and see, my mind's in fantasy playoff mode. I'm looking at it like we got two weeks winding down, but NFL still got a long way to go for, for the real playoffs. So <laughs> it's, it's you know we just crossed over midseason for them. So yeah, um, for me, I, I think Kamara uh, Kamara's back this week. Okay. All right, man. Um, some other games. So let's get into the prime time game. So Sunday night, you actually got Denver at Kansas City. That should be a good one. That's a division game, AFC West. Um, so I'm looking forward to that matchup, especially with that Denver defense, man. They look like, you know, they're things are starting to click for them. So you got Patrick Chatain, the second, you know, he just ran back a pick six, which was nice. Um, so, yeah. And everyone thought with them losing Bond Miller, that defense was, you know, going to kind of fold, at least up front. But that just lit a fire under them, you know, at least from what I've been seeing these past few weeks. Yeah, boys. You know, it's what we've been waiting for, the Patrick Mahomes, Teddy Bridgewater show. Boys, what I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm I'm more excited to see that Denver defense, if anything. I know, I'm just talking shit. But Monday night, man, we got the Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. So eight and four Pats at the seven and four Buffalo Bills. That's gonna be a good game, man. This can, you know, definitely have some playoff implications, especially on the division. So I know it's early on, but a hey, division still up for grabs. Two teams, man, fighting for the AFC East. So this should be a good one. Who you got in the game? I'm going with the Bills, man. Um, I, I know Mac Jones and, and the Pats are hot, but Buffalo Bills at home, I, I, I just like the Bills. But I'm sure Bills going to have something for that offense, that Bills offense for sure. It, sh- it should be a good game, but it's definitely you a said, good test. You just said Bills so many times, talking about Bill Belichick and then the Bills. I'm like, yeah. bro, I'm so confused. Which Bills you talking about? I got the Buffalo Bills at home. I'm going to take that. All right. I, I got Bill Belichick. On the road, all right. Yo, I'm going with I'm going with the defensive scheme, bro. And baby Brady, baby Brady, 
<laughs> but I will say this, man. They need a running back. The Bills do so. Matt Breida. Zach, Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. Singletary couldn't get going. Matt Breida. They definitely drafting a running back. <laughs> they going to draft one and still not use them, bro. I could just see it happen. I know, man. <laughs> I know. Cool. All right, man. You want to get to this uh, four-minute offense, but before we do that, man, <laughs> tell the people where they can follow you at. Follow me at DynastyBro.Dot on Instagram and Twitter and follow the main Instagram page, DynastyBrosFF. Where can we follow you at, bro? Follow me at ChiefsOSFF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening, DynastyBrosFF. Yeah, man, we show you how to dominate your league. So you, you might feel like you out outside looking in on these playoffs. We got you these next couple of weeks. Facts, man. It's never out <laughs> until you all the way out. Until it's official, till you wake up Tuesday morning like it's Christmas and see you in the seventh yeah. spot. Shit, <laughs> dead for at that point. All or right, so look, four, or the ninth spot, you know how that go. Games be so tight in the league. So uh, this is what we're going to do. Four-minute offense. This is where we grind and talk about the guys that you need to add this week going into the waiver process, some guys you need to drop, some guys we've done with for the rest of the season, and maybe on the back end splashing some guys to trade for, hopefully. But uh, that's what we're going to do, man. So I'm ready. I'm about to start the timer real quick, bro. When we hear that thing go off, that means we're good. So you ready? Ready, bro. Three, two. You start off. Go. All right, man. My first ad, if you need some tight end help with Dan Waller being out this week, a one-week streamer, man, I'm going to go with Foster Moreau. Um, So we had a big game week seven. And that's when Darren Waller dealt with that ankle injury. Um, he had, so he stepped in and scored 18 fantasy points, six catches on six targets, one touchdown. So if you need a streaming option this week, definitely like the Foster Moreau play. All right, all right. Look, the number one running back going into the season, especially went out for the rest of the season, Christian McCaffrey. So you got to go get the first initial backup. That's Mr. Chuba Hubbard, rookie. We've seen what he could do, man. And, uh, you know, those. I think it was about five games five games in a row, five, six games where Christian was out and Chuba actually played. He was very serviceable. Um, he's going to be the lead back. He's going to get the initial run. So that's what you want in that offense. They do scheme running backs well. So I would go after Chuba Hubbard. That's going to be the first running back in line for the start. Row. All right. This is a dark throw play, but if you need some wide receiver help, Josh Reynolds, wide receiver for the Lions, he stays on the field. So last week played 88% of the snaps, led the wide receivers. So he had 16 fantasy points, three catches on five targets, and a touchdown. We prefer that. Of course, they played in Cleveland. No catches on three targets, but out there for 90% of the snaps. So I like that. He's out there more than even Khalif Raymond, playing more snaps than Amon Ross St. Brown. Of course, CJ Hawkins is their number one pass catcher outside of DeAndre Swift, who's hurt. Um, so I'm expecting the veteran to continue his streak right now. So that's a that's a deep dart throw. All right, all right. This is a guy that's not a dart throw. Let's go down to Minnesota and talk about Mr. Alexander Madison. We loved this guy because we know his talent and what that offense does with the running back. So it looks like Dalvin Cook is going to miss some weeks. He's not saying his season ending yet, but there's a chance it could be the rest of your fantasy season still. So this is a guy that can help you be a league winner going into the playoffs. So just make sure you drop some decent money in a guy that's going to get the exact same role Dalvin Cook got. You know, he has the talent to hold up for that. So, Mr. Alexander Madison, bro. 
All right, man, wide receiver, we talked about it. Another one, um, a guy who I am more comfortable with, if he's out there, Kendrick Bourne. Um, so I definitely think he's a guy that should be in your lineup at the flex spot. Um, so, again, Mac Jones is balling. They're about to go into the shootout here with the Buffalo Bills. I'm expecting them to put points up on both sides. So they're not to throw. So uh, all the attention is going to be on Jacoby. And, of course, those tight ends. So Kendrick Bourne, he's been getting it done. All right, and I'm going to get into another running back. This is a three-pack, man. It's a guy who was basically in their healthy roles, and when offense was flowing, they were close enough spitting 50-50 to the run, even down to the pass production. Mr. Jamal Williams, a running back for the Detroit Lions. I know we hate that offense, but one thing that's been for sure about it is they suck so bad, they've been throwing it to their running backs. And if Swift happens to miss time, which it looks like he's going to at least miss this week, Jamal Williams, man, you got to fire him up because it's the same role we like from Swift. Jamal Williams can do everything and get that same exact role in a, on a bad offense with a bad defense, so they're always going to be playing from behind. And those are the kind of pieces you look for. So, Mr. Jamal Williams. All right. That's all the ads I got. You got some more? Um, I kept saying that Chuba Hubbard is the initial back, but uh, Mir Abdullah's been getting all the pass work, even when Christian was there. Uh, he's been coming in getting his own little pieces of target. So I want to mention him. I also want to mention Sony Michelle if Darren Henderson goes out, just because that's a great offense. And Tommy Coleman didn't look that bad. I don't know if this is a total offensive thing, that the running game has just been looking a little better, not confident in him, but, hey, he's starting running back for the next few weeks. Hmm. There we go, my G. All right. I was going to throw in – Dontrell Hilliard, I know the Titans are on a bye week this week, but it's that time of the mm-hmm. year where, hey, sometimes you got to jump out and get a guy a week early too so and stash him if, if you're desperate. So if you miss out on, on all these other running backs Dot mentioned, get you some Dontrell and plan for next week. Big facts, bro, big facts. All right, so, bro. That was fire, man. And I wish Ava was here to walk us out, bro. It's all good. That means you got to do it. All right. Hey, you know how we do. Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Dot. That's Vic. You know what I'm saying? And we just here. Show you how to dominate your league. Dynasty Pro style. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to do it until next week. And make sure you tune in next week. We're going to tell you how to do even more shit. And that's how we do it. We're the pros. And we got to feed these babies. That's how, that's how was the say. energy? Was it, was it, it was, close? It was good, bro. Um, I definitely want to say we got to pull the Young Dolph tribute next week. With the, with the music, so looking forward to that. Definitely, definitely, bro. We're gonna kick all that shit off. Rest in peace, all right, bro. Dolph, man. Rest in peace, Dolph. Rest in peace to these leagues that niggas can't win in. And if you ain't there yet, keep pushing through. Make sure you keep listening. We're gonna show you how to dominate your league, Dynasty Bro Style. Dynasty Bro Style. Y'all be easy.